A moonshot in a technology context is an ambitious, exploratory and groundbreaking project that addresses a huge problem in a radical solution of users' breakthrough technology. You are listening to Moonshot Podcast Series, ensuring the success of STEM education for Malaysia's next big leap. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, uh, actually, let, let me say truthfully that I feel so old today. Uh, you know, uh, you can see my hair, huh? and uh, Ayman has rightly pointed out I, I have served in the Ministry of, of Education for actually more than 25 years. Uh, maybe some of you have, were not even born then. So that, that shows how uh, mature I am. But nevertheless, uh, as he says, um, uh, what uh, we, are, we have been doing is uh, to really promote STEM. So when, uh, I would like to, to, to thank uh, Futurize uh, to, for inviting me as, a, as the representative of, uh, let's say, consider Ministry of Education to talk about STEM. When I looked into the agenda, I was uh, given about 10 minutes and to talk about uh, a whole range of things that really gave me some uh, doubt. What am I going to talk about? You know, there are lots of things. We can talk about policy, we can talk about implementation, we can talk about problems, <laughs> lots of problems, but uh, lastly, I think I settled for the middle ground. So it is not too heavy, but, um, about 10 to 15 minutes of presentation, but I, I think, uh, I hope that it will be sufficient for the next panel to carry through uh, some of the messages. But Puan Hazami here, I know her so well, uh, she can, you, on her own, she can even talk about, not, about STEM for maybe one day. <laughs> okay, so um, just a, a brief um, background of what we, we in Padu is doing, uh, as had been mentioned just now. Padu is the driving force behind the Malaysia Education Blueprint. So one of the initiative is uh, STEM. And uh, let me admit to you that uh, STEM is nothing new. It's not new. We have started uh, doing STEM since 2013, which was something like six years ago. But uh, along the way, um, just like uh, when you do experiment on things, sometimes we go towards the wrong direction, sometimes there's, there are hiccups, uh, not to say that uh, when you have uh, financial problems, you want to do something big, but you are only allocated a tiny sum uh, uh, of uh, budget in which uh, you, you couldn't do anything about it. So along the, the formative years, um, there are lots of false starts, uh, but I think now we are heading towards the right, right direction. And uh, another thing that I should mention to you is uh, the STEM initiative is not solely being run by Ministry of Education. We need uh, input from, from everybody. ASM, for example, Mestec, private sectors, uh, 
the not, not so private sectors, future rise. So these are all what we consider as our partners. Yeah. Uh, IR 4.0, uh, everybody knows. Uh, if, if you don't even know what it is all about, you have heard about it. So I'm not going to delve so much into this. So uh, what we think should be um, considered is, for example, Point number one, new industries, so the emphasis is on cyber-physical systems. Uh, that has already been covered by Mahathir just now, a little bit on it. Yeah. You can see that uh, from the previous uh, uh, 3.0, for example, uh, the machines work for us. Now, in, in the IR 4.0, the machines are around us we may be one of the machines. So Adam could be a machine as well as a cyborg could be in, uh, in the later stages of, their, of its development. Like it or not, if you are, you are trying to run away from technology, you say, I just want to you know, leave uh, what, uh, the, the term there is, is off-grid. I think uh, it's very, very difficult in, in this kind of uh, situation. So you like it or not, you will have some form of device on you. So right now, uh, you have handphones. So when you think that, uh, oh, handphone is enough now, you have the smartwatch. So in the future, the smartwatch would be embedded inside you. The technology would, would be more, on, on and more and more it'd be invasive. You know, rather than you know, staying outside. So you will be part of the technology. And when we embark on the 5G uh, generation in the future, then uh, it is all more interrelated. Maybe you can just you know, blink your eyes and say, okay, TV, uh, switch on. Okay? That, that's how uh, the, te the technology would be in the very near future. Point number two is uh, new technologies are created on a daily rate. Mahade talked about the... Uh, uh, the, the autonomous car. If I were to talk about this, then it will also take a very long time. Everyone uh, heard about Tesla, right? So Tesla really is a game changer. Previously, when we say when when we think about um, the electric car, we can say it's it is not uh, efficient. It can only cover about 100 kilometers at most. Elon Musk did was uh, to have that range of uh, driving for 400 kilometers on average, and to top it off, there is this the autopilot. Who would have ever think that? You do electric car plus autopilot. So that's a great leap. Rather than uh, our car industry, when they introduce new cars, it will be incremental. Little bit, little bit, little bit. But what he did was really a total jump in which every car industry players are being caught by surprise. Now everyone is scrambling to be like Tesla. Nobody wants to be, I want to be like Mercedes. I want to be like BMW. The, now the buzzword is Musk and Tesla. Okay? And um, having considered that, what we really need is uh, for our future generation to be literate. Not only literate, but be in the STEM education. So how are we going to do, how are we going to ensure this? So, okay, you just read about this. Uh, everyone knows about uh, the jobs created. Uh, so there, there's a caption there, by, even by Mosti Academy of Science in Malaysia. So we still need 500,000 high-skilled workers by 2020. So right now we have uh, 105. 
how are we going to cover you know, this deficit? It's such a big, big gap you know, between the, the existing and the future. And these are among the uh, areas that we have to, to have. The most important thing is what we are lacking is the, in the research area. Uh, the scientists, you know, the data scientists, the uh, research scientists, all of the scientists, we are still very, very far away from uh, the developed countries. Now, having seen that, we need people, we need the work workforce who are very much involved in STEM. So, to be involved in STEM, we have to start from very young. And these people are like them. <laughs> they are our future STEM workers. They are always parts yeah, when you want to do, embark on something. Consider this. When we were aiming you know, towards um, encouraging people to take up STEM subjects, you know, to be interested in STEM, just look at the trend here. From 2012 to, to 2018, you can see that the number or Rather, the percentage, you know, it's easier to see. It is on the decline. So what happened? How can we go wrong about this when we were you know, really tried, trying to promote it? Everyone is talking about STEM, but yet the take-up in STEM in schools is declining. So then we did a survey. This was in uh, 2000, uh, I think 17, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, STEM awareness in Malaysia. How would the society, community, the stakeholders, when, when I refer to stakeholders, for us are the teachers and the students. How, are they, how do they perceive STEM? How do they look at STEM? So, as you can see, uh, for teachers, the, the, the awareness for STEM is only less than 30%. Parents, slightly better, 32%. Secondary students, 30%. They're all in the range of you know, one-third you know, of the population. But primary students, of course, uh, they are not aware of that. Uh, they, they don't have MacGyver to, to, you know, to watch, like during my days. So what does this tell you? Or not tell you, tell me, tell us. Uh, we were quite shocked when we did this survey. How can we try to overturn you know, this kind of situation? It's such a huge and daunting effort. Another uh, indicator. Just now, when you look at the decline in uh, people who take STEM subjects, but right now, even for people who are, for people, students uh, who are in the STEM-related uh, uh, area, uh, we, we look at just two, two subjects here, mathematics and science. 2016 and 2017, you can see that uh, there's also a decline. The non-mastery. Non uh, sorry, not, not, not decline. Uh, that's a decline, which means, uh, so this is good. Lah. This, this is slightly better. But as you can see, 18.6% uh, of people who, are, who do not master, it's quite, quite a big number. But for science, it is not, not that bad. Now, let, let's look at another situation. This is where we are re really, really worried. So when Mahathir just now talks about uh, the self-driving car, about you know moonshot and things like that. The more important thing about this is they should have the right uh, qualification. And one of the subjects that is truly really related to STEM is additional math. And as you can see, 
every year, almost every year, about half of them do not get uh, the credit in SPM, which means that it's either D, E, or G. Gagal. So why, it, why is this important? Because when you want to enter the university, you want to enroll into the, the university, this is among the mo most sought after, you know, people expect you to have additional maths to go into STEM-related courses. If you don't have this, then it's quite difficult for you to enter. So, adik-adik, eh? uh, please take note. So, so ensure that you, you not only get uh, in this area, but it should be A. Okay? Okay, another thing is uh, about the empl employ employability. The good news is that uh, as we go uh, along this, the years, there is uh, a decrease in terms of the unemployed by the, third, uh, by the, the six months. So which means that once you graduated, uh, within six months, you enter the employment. Uh, as you can see, there is an increase, but it's, it's uh, slightly. Only slightly, from 70, uh, not slightly, you know, got big, 72 to 80, 80 percent. But what we are worried is uh, another 20 percent, it's quite a big number, still a big number. So that's why we are hoping that uh, the entrepreneur, you know, people, they are affiliated with technology, those who work in Cyberjaya, you know who they are, right? Please uh, try to create more jobs you know, for this 20%. Uh, Having said that, we set our STEM vision you know, for uh, MOE. So what do we want or we expect from our students? That is to ensure that our nation is supplied with sufficient. Number one is sufficient. So which means that we have to make up the number. There is a policy, when you mentioned about policy just now, Ayman uh, Mahathir mentioned about policy. There was this very old policy in the Ministry of Education. The policy is called, very simple, it's 60-40. Uh, 60-40. 60 is for the science. At the, at the, uh, at the, the time it was science, and 40 is uh, for the others, uh, arts. So I'm not to talk it in great length on that, but if you look at the statistics that I have shown you just now, and relate, then you, you'll be able to tell where we are, right? There are three areas that we concentrated on, uh, that is the student, teachers, and the public. So what do we do with, with the student? Uh, we created STEM Plus Club, uh, then we work with PetroScience, we, we have the Science and Engineering Innovation Competition, we have F1 in schools, uh, then we, we have uh, STEM gamification. So we tried to introduce the STEM gamification last year, but the project just, uh, I would say, it's, it's not a failure, but it, it is not also not a success too. It's just that we produce, <laughs> it's called Stamville, you can just Google it. It's for the students who, who um, become, who, who is in, interested to really uh, play the game. It's like, um, it's very similar to Farmville. Not a very interesting game, <clears throat> but it's a beginning. And to announce to you, uh, we have, after that, moved on. Uh, so this one is a quite, quite uh, interesting. Uh, we have a new game, uh, which is called Crisis Task Force uh, in the, de in the de development. That one is very interesting. It's, it's very something, it's very something. 
It's something similar to Minecraft. So just wait for it, okay? I hope that it will be released uh, very, very soon. Okay, then we have also the comic for STEM. Okay, and then for teachers, uh, this is uh, the more important thing. This is where, uh, without the teachers, uh, there, there's no point. Teacher, uh, among, when we did our survey, among the reasons why there are no, uh, uh, what do you call this, uh, enthusiastic take-up in STEM subjects in the, in the survey among the students are Cikgu tak menarik lah, cikgu tak kerti ajar lah kan. Cikgu suruh buat kerja rumah je, tak apa, tak ada activity, those, those things lah kan. Uh, these are among the activities that we want. The, uh, the, uh, what I have, is not here is among them, the one that we, that we have worked with uh, ASM, uh, that is Laman Dapat. Okay, uh, so that is still very much going on. Okay, after that, uh, to build public and student awareness, uh, among them is like when I come here and talk to you, so this is one of the activities. Thank you very much. So we have this campaign, mass media campaign. Uh, if uh, any one of you have gone to the bad Asia, okay? So uh, remember, there's a launch on the STEM for All campaign, uh, okay? So that, that is among the things that we do. And what is not written here is uh, another thing uh, we help to establish the National STEM Center. Um, but like I told you way, way earlier, when we wanted to do something very noble, you know, very grand, grand and all that, we thought that we have the right fund. Then suddenly, because of the circumstances, it just did not materialize. I mean, the money is not there. Uh, the STEM center was established, but in a very small setup. It's not like what we envisioned it to be. But nevertheless, uh, we have still have high hopes for that. Um, maybe next year, uh, there will be more funds you know, for, for us to really transfer uh, our activities from PADU, because PADU is uh, something like when we do uh, projects incubator projects. So we set up the initiative, so uh, once the initiative uh, can run on it soon, then we'll just transfer to the right owner. So uh, the same with uh, STEM. I, I think that's about the end of it, just to recap. Success factor for the implementation of STEM uh, in Malaysia, uh, going moonshotting is, one is the student's interest and involvement, Number two, parental awareness and support. This is very important. Then the quality uh, teaching and learning. So this, this covers the teachers. And number four, the strong and supportive ecosystem. So this is the one that we, we think uh, should be done by a centralized agency. So what we see right now, it should be Pusat STEM Negara if it takes off as we have planned. So with that, I thank you very much. Tune in to more of our podcast series and episodes only at EFM.